have to like slouch. <laughs> oh, you look very laid back. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to this week's Refresh, where first up we talk about frozen meals, Juliet. Mm, and salt. Frozen meals are not a swear word. I love frozen yes. meals. They're convenient. Yes, they yeah, are. They are. And I'm not ashamed to admit it. <laughs> well, they're not all bad. Okay. Um, so I spoke to um, a lady from the George Institute, and it was basically part of a campaign. Um, and they analysed uh, around 1,500 ready meals. So that Whoa. could be frozen, fresh in like the So it's fridge. delivery kind yeah. of, yeah. Um, and then also the shelf one. So like, you know, your John West beans and tuna oh, yeah. or um, like chicken in a can. Yeah. That it's kind of stuff. In the middle of the stuff. <laughs> chicken in a can, <laughs> my fave. <laughs> um, and what they found was that some of them contain a whole day's worth of salt, salt. in one serving. Wow. Mental. How much is a day's worth of salt? Um, it is Put around on the spot, why don't five <laughs> grams, I think. Five grams. And, um, and we, I reckon I would do that. I reckon I would. We have way that. more. I think we have about double that. Yeah, the average person yeah. I think has double. But then imagine if on top of that you're also having a frozen meal. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So is the salt in these? So or you know, prepackaged meal, whatever you call them, is is it for preservative sake or is it just for taste sake? Well. The thing is that the ones that had low amounts, like they were fine with the preservative kind of aspect. Okay. It's, so you, salt can be used as a preservative, but it doesn't need to be a whole day's worth. Right. But mostly they put it in for flavor. So salt kind mm. of has that reaction in our body, mm. like sugar. So we haven't, we're like, I need more, I need more. Um, I'm so that that's, person. Yeah, that's I add salt to every single it. meal. I'd probably really put salt on top of my salty. <laughs> yeah, like, probably. Salt yeah. and vinegar chips. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And I, yeah, I think um, people probably don't realize why salt is a concern. So yeah, it can increase um, our blood pressure. And so this actually puts us at risk of things like stroke, heart attack, and heart disease. Um, and those cardiovascular diseases are the biggest killer worldwide. Wow. Um, and you can't really tell if you have high blood pressure. It's, yeah. You can only check when you're at the doctor and they physically yeah. check it. So it's not like, oh, salt, it's just a bit of salt. You know, yes. it does add up quickly. It actually makes a difference. Exactly. Anyway, so I'll go through some of the um, the saltiest ones. Yeah, tell I mean, me. I kind of feel bad naming and shaming, but also these But perhaps they can reformulate and exactly. bring us something better. Mm, they have a responsibility. Mm. So some of the shelf-ready meals. So um, number one was uh, Kraft Deluxe Mac and Cheese. Oh, damn. Which contains 4.42 grams of salt per serve. Wow. wow. And sometimes I have two sachets at once. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, other things were the harvest braised steak and onion in a can. Mm. Well, I don't know if people are eating that stuff. But anyway, if people are eating people it, people are eating it. Um, anyway, some of the lowest ones. Yeah, on tell the us shelf. the good ones. Yeah, the good ones. So sunrise um, street snack chicken satay. Oh, mm. that sounds tasty. Mm. Yep, there's a, um, an Aldi Asia specialties Hokkien noodles with peanut. Um, I love Aldi's frozen meals. Yeah. That's great news. So that, that's on the shelf. So that's the oh, shelf on the one. shelf. Oh, okay, I've got to look for um, that. Other things. Uh, so sunrise came up a few times. John West tuna and rice, chili and tomatoes. They were so good? You, yeah, that's good. Oh, cool. Um, another one with brown rice and quinoa. That was also good. So going on to the chilled ready ones. I'm just going to do the lowest ones, you know. Yes. Yeah. Let's just keep it positive. So... Yeah. Um, my pasta box, so that was just a classic tomato and basil penne. They look good. Um, one of the Michelle Bridges beef and barley casserole was pretty low. Okay. Um, and then 
For frozen meals, the lowest ones were it was a Sultan's Kitchen butter chicken. Okay. And a McCain Healthy Choice lemon chicken. Oh, it was mm. a healthy choice. Yeah, so yeah, one, McCain. one of them was by nature. So if you want the full list, just check it out. I think it's really worth looking at. Yeah, um, for sure. Just because look, they are convenient. We can't all cook every night. No, and, you know, a gourmet meal. So exactly. You want to make healthy choices. The next one I wrote, and this clicked very well yesterday. So I think a lot of you aren't having any sex. <laughs> <laughs> or want to make sure that you don't. <laughs> Can you bring attraction back to a sexless relationship? So. You've been together a couple of years and life is in the way. Maybe there's kids and work and you kind of fall into a routine of not having sex. Mm. And kind of I think from there, the less you have it, the less you even think about it. And then you probably think of your partner as, you know, the father or the mother to your children and your flatmate and all that sort of stuff. Mm. But do you really want to rip their clothes off? And, you know, sex is really important. So I spoke to two experts and they both were very positive that you can bring attraction and, you know, sexy times back. Yeah, because I think... You're bringing it back, not like, I mean, it was there to begin with at and one stage. that's a really good point they made is that were you convincing yourself at the start of the relationship that you're into this person, Yeah, you know, then perhaps mm. you can't force attraction if you were kind of just drunk the whole first three months. <laughs> I don't know. What a life. <laughs> but if it was there, it's definitely able to be re-sparked. Um, I like that the tips weren't like, try the 30-day sex challenge. Yes. It was like, you know, intimacy Connect. and asking how the other person is and those kinds Touching. of things. Totally. Yeah. And that makes sense. Like, I think Susan Bratton was one of the experts I spoke to. She's a sex expert, so she was very much about the physical. But she was explaining how, you know, not trying to – it's hard with genders these days, but, you know, traditionally males and females are very different. They're wide different and mm. women need to be wooed in that they need to be feel emotionally connected and perhaps have a massage or some touching and feeling to actually, you know, want to get in bed yeah. <laughs> after, you know, their partner's familiar. Yeah. If that makes sense. And then the rest of it was really relationshipy, which makes sense, you know. It's about touching, like you said. It's about it kissing. All ties in. Yeah, about mm. asking your partner how they are, about, you know, not accusing your partner. If you don't want to have sex with me, you know, finding yeah. out why. Are they stressed at work? You know, have you guys let your diet get bad? You know, it's a lot of assessing your relationship because if your relationship's good, it's likely that your sex will be decent yeah. on a semi-regular and, basis. And also she <laughs> made the point as well, like, you know, initiate as well. Yeah. Like you can sort of yeah, get, you can be wait. like, oh, like totally. they haven't made a move on me in ages. Like maybe they don't find me sexy. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's like totally. just, just yep. do it. Go for it. Okay, so <laughs> don't, don't, not right now though. Keep listening. <laughs> yeah. So Emily, Put your cats back on. We are not done. <laughs> Emily wrote this one: um, how to clean your jewelry, according to experts. So this yes. absolutely falls into refresh because we want our hard-earned jewels to look good. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And um, actually, what I found really interesting, so I spoke to um, a gemologist and jeweler, Matthew Eli, and I was like, I kind of thought. Um, you know, how things get dirty. So like your engagement ring and your or your earrings or whatnot. Mm. And I just thought it was because of soap and shampoo and stuff, yeah. which, which does play a part. But he said, so if you've got like a, if you're lucky enough to have like a diamond engagement ring or whatever, he's like, even just it touching water, like no soap or anything, just oh. whatever. He's like, means if you think about it, it's wet because you can't get behind the diamond and dry yes, it. And then the dust stuff. sticks to the wetness. Oh, yeah. And then it makes up all these different you keep on doing that, keep on doing it, it makes up all these layers. layers. So it's, it's like almost going back to the ground, like being covered in gum. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so even if you're really like, you know, I take my ring off when I shower yeah, and stuff. Yeah. It's, it's just probably alive. still building it's probably up. Got gunk. Skin cells on it. Yeah. Gross. Gross. Anyway. So how do we clean it? Because I just can't take it to look, my jeweler is in Melbourne. 
Right. So what do I do? Yeah, okay. Well, there are different things you can do for different, um, I guess, gems or thing. But if we're talking about your engagement ring, which say it's like diamonds and gold or whatever, he says the best way to do is um, – and this is not to be done on silver, as it will eat it all up. <laughs> well, not eat it all up, but it'll cause discoloration or whatever. That was a bit <laughs> it will <laughs> eat it. <laughs> He's listening to this going, no. Um, so you need some warm water, a splash of detergent, just like your normal palm olive or whatever, mm. some ammonia and a really soft toothbrush. Oh, and like a just, kid's baby toothbrush yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm. And you just give it a bit of a, a yep. scrub. Did he say how often? Um, just when it's, just whenever it's looking a bit lackluster, I guess. Yeah. And then this is a key. Before you put it back on, you want to dry it completely. So he says use a hairdryer. Oh. Yeah. And then so you're, um, so all that dust and skin yeah, cells and stuff aren't on. sticking to it. Strange. Tree. Yeah. I couldn't believe how many different like methods there were for the different types of oh, yeah. gems. Like, this is insane. Yeah. And good to know. Just quickly, silver. You can just get the silver cleaners and silver polish yeah. off. That's pretty polish straightforward. Um, pearls, because they're organic. I forget this about pearls. Yes. Yeah, they're yeah. Like from He's nature. Like it's from a yeah living organism. They're really delicate. Yes, you don't want to so, put ammonia on them. Yeah, he says don't put anything on your pearls that you wouldn't put on your eye. Oh, smart! Oh, wow! I love that yeah, I wonder if fragrance around your neck would affect your well, pearls. He said, yeah, so he said it should be the last thing you put on before you go out. Like, don't put it on first and then put your perfume on and like ah. all that kind of stuff. And to be the first thing you take off when you get wow. Back. I can't wait to be fancy and have pearls and I then know, know how to wear them. <laughs> Yeah, and a bunch of other things, but different gems for different um, require different cleaning methods. So probably speak to your jeweler if you've got some like I don't know, like a Special ruby or, yeah. or something well, you yeah. inherited. Maybe you had a mix. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's, that's complicated. It's very stressful. Yeah. <laughs> like, like we don't have to worry about that problem. <laughs> yeah. um, what do we do with all of my thousands of jewels? <laughs> Juliet, you wrote this next one. Six tips to eat slower and avoid overeating. I need this so oh, bad. Gosh. I'm the fastest eater on the planet. Yeah. So, I think I'm in an imaginary competition. But yeah, exactly right. And you kind of get that, like, you might feel bloated or oh, you yeah. get cramps and it's just uncomfortable. And you also eat more as well, especially yeah. if you're... Oh, story of my life. Yeah, if you're eating it in five minutes, then you've still got that 15-minute window where, yes. you know, but you so that's 20 know. minute window. That's a fact. It it's takes your thing. brain that long to register it's full. Exactly. Okay. So if you're, you're, like I said, if you're having a meal in five minutes and you're like, oh, I'm oh, still yeah. hungry for the next 15 minutes, yeah. that's like 15 minutes extra yeah. that you might not need. And then later you're like, oh, I'm very full. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So how can we start okay. doing that? So number one, remove distractions, which is very hard. So yeah. put down your phone, turn off oh, the TV, away from the emails. I know yes. it's really tempting to have lunch and like, I'll oh, just catch up on emails yes. while I do this. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. I've. Yes. At my desk every single yeah. day. Yeah. I know. Um, yeah, turn off the TV. Um, just sit at a table. Okay. Um, and then number two, think about the five senses. So I know this is a bit like la, 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 but if you kind of focus on, really just focus on what you're eating and think about what it looks like, what it smells like, how it tastes mm. in your mouth, all those kinds of okay. things, you're kind of tuning so into. like talk you through it in your head almost? Yeah. Okay. Just kind of make it a... Sensory experience. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, and just think about, you know, how each mouthful kind of is different. To and the last. chew enough. I'm not very yes, good at that. Mm. Exactly. That's the third point. Chew, chew, chew. Too busy chew. to chew. So you want to chew at least just 15 inhale. times, which is weird because <laughs> you don't count how much you chew. No, I'm going to try counting yeah. today. Give it a go. Yeah. Um, another thing is eat off a plate. So we did a story about this yes, um, last year that where fascinated we. I know. Me. So Tupperware and those takeaway containers, they look very very small but if you actually serve it out into plates you realize it's you know it can be up to three servings yeah, or something it's wild 
Yep, so put it on a plate that you have at home or at work. Yeah. Mm. Um, and you can kind of visualize. Maybe pop the rest in the fridge if you realize, exactly. hey, that's a really big serving. Yeah, definitely. And then tune into hunger signals. So kind of forget that thing that we were taught when we were little where you have to eat everything off the plate. Mm. Um, I guess maybe that was good back then when we had to eat our vegetables. But yes. we're adults now and yes. we can kind of... Listen to our body. Yeah, and if you're full. full, then you're full. And you don't have to throw it away. You just... Put yeah, it back in the fridge. It in, yeah, pack yeah. it up and put it in the fridge. Okay, I'm yeah. going to try those. Little That's tips. very realistic. Mm. The next one I wrote, this is three fra- fashion trends that are back in for this summer. I love this, love this so much. It's wild. So if you're, I'm so excited to Nana be Nana. Nana is still with us. <laughs> Go to her house and take all of her belongings. <laughs> so basically we're seeing silk scarves, which is really kind of cool. I mean, look, I saw them about a month ago. I was like, I'll never do that trend. And now I've been wearing one all mm. the time. So very just, versatile. Really versatile. Mm. And you know what? They're at everywhere. I went to Uniqlo the other night. They're nine they're not real silk, but whatever. They're satin. Nine ninety nine for wow. these gorgeous squares of like bright pops of colour and they're really cute around a ponytail. I love that was my yeah, favourite me too. look. It looks so good. It's cute. And you, huh? it means you don't have the kink in your hair yes. from the elastic as well. And you don't really even need to do your hair. You can just have messy hair yeah. and put a thing and be like, Oh, I'm so boho chic. Good um, for second day hair. Yeah. Um, scrunchies are back, believe it or not. <laughs> I can't believe this I one. know. So there's a woman from Canberra, Belinda, who's bringing scrunchies back, and I desperately want one. They're so They're pretty chic. cute. They are. And again, you can do a top knot with your scrunchie, yeah. and then you're going out. I don't know if you go out after work or something, one of those types. <laughs> Undo your scrunchie, and you've got lovely waves from your up to. If you're one of those types, one of those <laughs> People with a social life. <laughs> You know, and you don't have that hairband mark. And believe it or not, the third trend, which I'm not into, to yeah. be honest, is those spectacle chains. So you know how nonnas have their, sungla- <laughs> their eye- reading eyeglasses <laughs> hanging around a chain around their neck? This is happening for hipsters. I can see it yeah. a mile off. Look, they're trying to make those cool again. One Aussie designer who I actually really love, Lucy Folk, she's done a range. If you're going to try it, I reckon just go to Priceline or just do a Dem- Chemist Warehouse or whatever mm. and get literally the one made for 85-year-olds because they're the same. Yeah. And it's going to be in in a hot minute. So they're just fun little accessory updates that you can... I like that they're very affordable. Yeah, I agree. And I like an accessory for a new season when I haven't quite felt out if I like the trends in clothing. Because I'm like, all right, I can do a scarf. It's 10 bucks. Yeah, that's true. And then I'll find my feet, you know? Yeah. Love it. So we've refreshed your wardrobe. And last up, Emily. Ooh, how much would you compromise in a relationship? This was fascinating. It was fascinating. It was really interesting because... I mean, I think everyone knows that compromise, like some compromise is key. Mm -hmm. And I spoke to Matt Garrett from Relationships Australia and he actually said that when he was in training, his boss said to him, if you, like when you're counselling people about a relationship, to go into a committed relationship, you have to give up like 50% of like Mm, your... It's a lot. To become part of the couple. Yeah, because it can only ever be 100%, so you've got to meet halfway. Yes. Mm. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the thinking behind it. But when you think 50% of like... the things I do or what I like to... My routine and... Yeah. 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 Exactly. Wow. In terms of compromise, um, and he says it's a really fraught topic because it all comes down to fairness is kind of another it's like it's the idea of what's fair in the relationship i do this much and you don't do this much that's unfair yes and all that kind of stuff and it can really become like a a real spark i guess Mm. for arguments yeah so not only what you're sacrificing but then what you what you expect to get back as well to be fair so for example someone couldn't say hey i'm willing to give up everything as long as i can keep gambling away all of our life savings yes that's like no that's not actually fair. and i know um he touched on abuse as well like that's that's just not yeah, yeah there's no compromise it. No. when it comes to that no so he said if like if 
anything, any controlling behavior, um, anyone who's trying to make you do something you're not comfortable with in the bedroom. Mm. Or He's like, that's not compromise. That is a different yes, that's not what we're talking of fish. About. Yes. We're talking not about two loving people who are trying to negotiate the terms, I yes. guess, of what their relationship is. And he said the best thing to do is get it done not get it done, but like had the discussion really early. <laughs> early. Yeah. And he was like, because it, he's like, it's really hard because in the rosy bit of your relationship, you're like, oh, I don't want to tell them I don't like that. Yes. Or like, whatever, I don't want to do it. Anything, everything's choice. wonderful. Yeah, exactly. But he said, if you bring it up early, then you can um, set boundaries, set boundaries yeah. as you Expectations. go on. Expectations. Yeah, it's going to be harder as you go on. That makes sense. I wonder what early is. Like, can you imagine any second date? Like, <laughs> now, right. <laughs> I have decided that when we get married, <laughs> you will but, do the mopping. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, maybe three months in, four months yeah. in, whatever it feels comfortable. Yeah, 100%. And if you look, if you're already in a long-term relationship and you feel like things have um, gone on off balance, he says the best thing to do, because it can with kids and stuff, like you can mm. start, oh, like your whole routine can change. Like I know if Luke, my husband, he used to go for runs after work all the time. Mm. And now I'm like, no, I need you to come home and help me with Alice. Time and, yeah, yeah, all that kind of stuff. So things do change. Mm-hmm. And um, so he says that the best thing to do if you're feeling like it's unbalanced is to sort of go back in time and figure out where things started to unravel and right. why that might be and how you can both, I guess, fig- yeah, figure from there. investigative work. Yeah. And, yeah. Cool. But compromise in relationships, but not too much. Yeah. And as always, talk to your partner. Communicate. Communication. Yes. Wonderful. Well, that's it for this week, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Please do check out our other HuffPost podcasts on the network. We've got HuffPost Humans and Breaking the Ice. <laughs>